The South African Police Services in Gauteng has allegedly introduced restrictions on movement of police vehicles per shift. It is alleged that police officers are now not allowed to exceed 300 kilometers per 8-hour or 12-hour shift in order to manage expenditure. It is reported that if an official police vehicle exceeds the stipulated kilometers per shift without a valid explanation, consequence management will then apply. Questions are now being raised whether this instruction will affect police visibility and crime fighting during the festive season. We attempted to get more clarity from the Gauteng SAPS, but our interview requests were declined. We are now joined on the line by anti-crime activist Yusuf Abramji. Isn't this the time for SAPS to be at their A-game now, considering that it's the festive season and crime um, levels will be high? Um, what are your thoughts on the letter as when you received it? Well, first of all, um, it was forwarded to me uh, by probably somebody inside the South African Police Service. Mm. It again shows that um, there seems to be little priority in the fight against crime. Uh, this particular circular is addressed to members of the flank squad in the Germiston area. Mm. And the question I have is, how is it possible for a member using a vehicle to drive a maximum of 300 kilometers uh, per a shift of about 12 hours uh, and effectively fight crime? How do you fight crime when you are only limited? Mm. I mean, 300 kilometers with the greatest respect, uh, driving that particular distance on a shift is actually very, very low. And police talk of beefing mm. up visibility. Mm. And no wonder these criminals are running amok. Uh, we're seeing them day and night uh, trying their luck in various parts of Gauteng and mm. other parts of South Africa. And it again shows that police priorities, in my views, are definitely uh, mixed up. So, you know, in simple terms, you know, are the SEPs hinting that they have no budget to fight crime effectively or are they saying that their members are abusing official vehicles it sounds like both what's your take on that well that's for something for them to answer i think it's a combination of uh, issues i think first of all uh, it's very unfair to say they don't have a budget or there's a shortage of budget we know that budgets are limited and we know there needs to be cost cutting but uh, when the minister of police uh, takes his assistant uh, executive assistant with him to France to watch a Springbok rugby final mm. at a cost of over 500,000 rand uh, to taxpayers uh, as the figures were presented in a written reply to Parliament, it does raise the question, where are the priorities? Uh, if they can spend so much money on a personal joyride, uh, as I call it, uh, why can't they spend money to effectively fight crime? And it needs to be uh, really a, a look at the priorities of the South African police service. Mm. Uh, and we know that these criminals are running amok. We know that crime levels, especially in Gauteng, are very, very high. If you look at the quarterly crime statistics for the period July to September, you'll see exactly how many people are murdered every day. You'll see exactly the sexual offences, the cash in transit robberies, the kidnappings, the hijackings. I can go on and on. Uh, and it, it does m- make one uh, worry about the real priorities within mm. the police leadership and where we are going to with the high levels of crime. Uh, South Africa is under siege. There's no doubt about it. Uh, let's come to the point. And I think the time has now come for us as ordinary citizens to raise our voices, uh, to get angry within the framework of the law and to say that enough is enough. This police efficiency uh, is something that is of real concern. And we know that also, for example, uh, police killings have gone up dramatically mm. uh, over the past uh, year 
We've had about 80 plus cops being killed. Um, and really, it's a, it's a source of concern. And I think the government really needs to look uh, at the police budget very, very closely. Uh, and they may need to make sure that uh, the police are not uh, hampered in the fight against crime. Mr. Abram, you know, um, something comes to mind. Um, do you, How do you think the police officials who work on the road received this information? Because what I'm sensing is that... Um, they might be despondent. I mean, they might. some might want to quickly reach their 300-kilometer quota and then go chill in the office because that's, you know, that's the, that's the message that was sent out. How are we already dealing with issues of police vehicles sometimes not being available? You call the police station and they'll say, oh, well, we are out. All, all our vehicles are out at the moment. We'll call you back when we have a vehicle. Now we're dealing with the 300-kilometer quota do you not think that, you know, opens up a can of worms for some loopholes for just things to go south? I think for the good cops, uh, it will most certainly affect their morale. We know that morale within the South African police service, generally speaking, is relatively low. We know that uh, many cops are hardworking, they're efficient, and we salute them. Mm. Um, we, we know that many of the lazy cops take advantage of circulars like these, where they exactly, as you've uh, explained, will go out there, finish their uh, 300 kilometers and, and say that there's no vehicles. And that is where members of the public very often get caught up. And that is where members of the public very often uh, say they don't get uh, responses. We know how often when you call one or triple one, uh, the long delays, mm. the inability to communicate. We know many police stations, especially with load shedding, their phone lines are down. Uh, and I think really South Africans deserve better. When members of the public uh, call the police, we want efficient service. And we know that a survey by the Automobile Association just a few weeks ago showed that about 80% of South Africans don't rely on the South African police service mm. uh, when it comes to the fight against crime and that private security is now becoming more and more popular. And ordinary citizens cannot afford private security. And the private security industry has a major role to play mm. in the fight against crime. Uh, and, and really, as taxpayers, we depend on the police service. And, and really, I think it's so unfortunate, especially ahead of the festive season, when we know crime levels are going down, this Criminals take advantage. They're trying their luck at every corner. Mm. Uh, and it's important that, um, you know, the police have the resources uh, to make sure that they fight crime and fight crime effectively and efficiently. Mm. And lastly, and in conclusion, Mr. Abramji, it also doesn't help that the SEPs refused to come on air and answer some of the few questions that we had for them. I mean, if there's nothing untowards, then, you know, it should have been a decent conversation that we had with the SEPs. But their silence on this matter is questionable, don't you think? Just in conclusion. Well, I think I think not only the silence on this matter, generally speaking, that we know the police communication over many years has been very, very weak. Uh, they have improved considerably. And I think they are accountable and they are answerable to members of the public. When SAFM raises an issue, at least the police leadership should come on and explain. We have a right to know. We have a right to explain the thing. And I think their silence does raise the question about, again, the motives behind this type of thing. And the inability to answer it is something that we as members of the public and listeners have to question. Uh, we know that uh, the, the police leadership um, have really, uh, when, when they want to communicate, they communicate on all the successes. And, and by the way, they've made some good successes over the recent e few years. They've improved their communication. But when it comes to this type of thing, and they try to only answer what they want to answer, it does raise a lot of questions mm. about the poor communication 
leadership and skills within the police service. And it's something that we as the media especially uh, continue to raise to say, but surely you have a right to answer. And I think uh, this type of uh, uh, behavior by the South African police service needs to be condemned in the strongest terms.